Today in Science from Wired. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. As a longtime foreign correspondent, I've worked in lots of places, but nowhere as important to the world as China. I'm Jane Perlez, former Beijing bureau chief for The New York Times. Join me on my new podcast, Face Off, U.S. versus China where I'll take you behind the scenes in the tumultuous U.S.-China relationship. Find Face Off wherever you get your podcasts. Here's today's spoken edition of Wired. Palo Alto Networks has the broadest, most comprehensive cybersecurity for private cloud, public cloud, and SaaS environments because secure clouds are happy clouds. Protect yours today at go.paloaltonetworks.com slash secure clouds. How Steve Wozniak got over his fear of robots turning people into pets by Nick Stockton. Steve Wozniak is one half of Silicon Valley's most prototypical founder's myth. But whereas Steve Jobs went on to define what it meant to be a modern founder, the turtleneck uniform, the keynote showmanship, the scorn for formal education and steamrolling managerial style, Woz just became a wealthier version of his former self. That is, a gigantic nerd. In case you click this article out of blind curiosity, here's a quick recap on Woz. He invented Apple's first two computers which, incidentally, were the world's first personal computers, which means you, no matter if you're logged into a Mac, PC, smartphone, or Xbox, owe him a debt of gratitude for actualizing the notion that anyone, everyone really, could and should own a computer. And sure, Waz has capitalized on his fame, but he also spends an inordinate amount of his money and time promoting personal passions like comic books, for three years running, Wozniak has hosted the Silicon Valley Comic-Con in San Jose. This year's event runs from April 21st to 23rd. The event takes a wide lens to nerdiness. It has the requisite cosplay, William Shatner photo ops, and scheduled debates over whether Marvel or DC has more powerful superheroes. But it also features panels on neural prosthesis, real-life laser weapons, and NASA's efforts to develop deep space life support systems. Wired chatted with Waz about nerddom, his thoughts on the future of computing, and why he no longer fears our robot overlords. Why did you carve out such a large space for science fact in SVCC? All my great work for Apple was so different than from what everyone else was trying, and that's just a trademark of mine. I don't want to do just another Comic-Con. I just want it to be good, not make money. I thought, well, why don't we bring in a mixture of technology and science? I'm the sort of person who not only likes to go see a superhero movie, but I'm also very curious if we ever get close to making those superpowers. 
A few years ago, you warned that artificially intelligent robots would turn humans into their pets. This week, you said you changed your mind. How'd you get over this fear? This originally started as I was extrapolating the ways that you can talk to your phone and the ways it talks back. It's becoming more like a person. What if this trend continues and the AI develops conscious type thinking? That worried me, and I spoke about it for a couple of years and was joined by smart people like Elon Musk and Stephen Hawking. But then I started thinking about a lot of the issues that come along with making an AI. We don't really even know what intelligence is. You have a lot of people who study the brain, and all they can say is some processes are governed in certain places. But they don't know how all those processes are wired together. They don't even know where memory is stored. So, I'm not convinced that we're really going to get to the point where they really can make an artificial brain. Not at the general level human brains work, like with intuition. A computer could figure out a logical endpoint decision, but that's not the way intelligence works in humans. Well, I'm not going to say they can't do it, but every bit of tech we've ever built is for helping people in different ways. Technology is designed to be something good in life. So I believe optimistically that the robots we're building are going to help us have better human lives. You're famous for kicking off the PC revolution, which kicked off the smartphone revolution. What do you see as the next culture-sweeping technological innovation? When I think about this, one of the things I do is I go back and look at where we came from in terms of input and output of our personal computers. Input went from human keyboard to a mouse that could drag something on a screen, and then we went to touching the screen. And the quality of the displays got better and better, from one-dimensional code on a line to two-dimensional graphic displays. And that says something positive about virtual reality. The problem with that is you have to wear it. So, can it ever be light enough, fast enough, and real enough that you can get a real VR experience from just a pair of glasses? You were quite a prankster back in the day. Do you still prank people? I still do pranks, and in fact, my next book, which is going to be written very soon, is going to be on all my pranks. A few are known, but a lot are not. I didn't want the world to lose their opinion of me too early. Every once in a while, I still like to play a little trick on somebody. I was interviewed by a San Francisco Chronicle reporter yesterday, and while he wasn't paying attention, I took his iPhone. You can do a few things with Siri when it's locked, so I told it to set a 3 a.m. alarm. You can also take pictures with locked iPhones, like take the old high school picture of your elbow and it looks like a butt. Disclaimer, this writer will be moderating a panel at the SVCC on life in space. Another Wired writer, Adam Rogers, will moderate a panel on NASA's presence in Silicon Valley. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.